0: This Talking Flutes podcast is kindly sponsored by Trevor James Flutes, making life sound beautiful. You can show them some flute love by following them on Instagram at TJ Flutes, Trevor James Flutes on Facebook and at TrevorJamesFlutes.com. Hello. This is Claire Southworth and welcome to Talking Flutes. Now it's a fabulous time of the year. Spring has arrived, the garden is starting to come to life, there are buds on the trees and birdsong in the mornings. The days are longer and brighter and there's such a positive feel in the air and it's also the month that many in the UK celebrate Mother's Day. Now not everyone celebrates Mother's Day and not everyone has a mum to support them. But I personally felt I wanted an episode of Talking Flutes to not only remember my mum and the impact she had on my life as a flute player, but to look on my own journey as a teaching and playing mother and to celebrate all the incredible women who are mums and those who continue to inspire me. So welcome to my Mother's Day special. That was Purcell's and um, It was one of the first pieces that I learned to play where I was accompanied by my mum. She was an inspirational woman, the most positive person I've ever known. She had a joyous view of the world and believed that you could succeed if you put your mind to it and worked hard. If you had a bad day she would say put it behind you and concentrate on making tomorrow better. She had little patience for self-pity. In my early flute-playing days, it was Mum who drove me to lessons and patiently waited for me. I was lucky that she played the piano and so earliest memories were of the two of us playing simple pieces together and twice a year having to perform for the grandparents. Mum was my biggest fan, coming to all my concerts and giving me that constant reassurance and support. Even when I left the south of England to go to college in the north, she would make the journey to come to important recitals and concertos. That support gave me the confidence to achieve because I knew she would always be so excited to hear about my progress. When I became a mum, the support of family was hugely important to help juggle the work-life balance of working away from home, working at home and all the work involved in bringing up a family and looking after the house. I'm mum to two children, Jo and Eleanor, and they are 28 and 24 years old now. I remember performing well into my pregnancy, which wasn't always easy, especially as I suffered terribly from morning sickness, which unfortunately went on all day. Not good for a flute player. At that time, I was traveling from London each week to teach at the Royal Northern College of Music, and those train journeys were as difficult as I felt so ill most of the time. Rice cakes and ginger biscuits were my staple diet. Having my mum help with looking after Jo as a baby, was the only reason I could still do some work. On my Manchester days, I would deposit him in his sleeping bag in the middle of my parents' bed at 5.30 in the morning, and then go and catch the train to Manchester. It was a long day, but relaxing in the knowledge that he was so well cared for, and the same happened when Eleanor came along four years later. I wasn't particularly sensible after the arrival of my kids. I was teaching back at the Royal Northern College of Music eight weeks after Joe was born, And six weeks after Eleanor was born, I was running my flute course at Waldingham. That was in the UK. Now this was such a stupid decision, but I felt I couldn't let anyone down. I felt I had to go on and do the course. Now I had caesareans for both my babies and you can't even drive six weeks after that operation. And there was I running a flute course. The whole family came to Waldingham, husband Rolf, six week old Eleanor, four year old Joe and my parents. It was the only way I could manage to organise the course and teach. I was completely exhausted physically and mentally, so not to be repeated or recommended. As the children grew older, mum would look after them at home during the course, which meant I could relax and just teach and play. In fact, the hardest job was to organise everything that was needed for the children and to keep the house running smoothly, so that when I would arrive at the airport to fly off for my short tours or travelled to play and teach in the UK, it felt to me like I was going on holiday because I only had to think about myself even though I was working. Those were difficult days, trying to organise everything at home so that all would run smoothly and then putting on my work hat to give me recitals and teaching. But it's amazing what you can achieve when you have to. Being younger helped too. For the final part of this special episode, I wanted to celebrate inspirational women that I know. But just before that, I thought I should interview my own daughter, Eleanor, to see what her memories are of those early days. Eleanor, welcome to Talking Flutes. Thanks, Mum. Tell us, with all the flute playing that was happening in our house, did you ever want to play the flute? No. <laughs> <laughs> why Why is that, Eleanor? Uh, because... You and my brother Jay played it, and I thought the three of us would be a bit boring. Do you think you'll ever pick it up in the future? No, but if I did, I would definitely go out and buy a copy of Claire Southworth's New Books, Kickstart Flute 1 and 2, available via Astute Music. Thank you for your totally unbiased opinion and plug. Uh, there's a cake and a glass of wine for you next door. I think I need you as my publicist. Let's play a snippet of a piece that has stuck in your consciousness all these years. I remember having to practice in the garage at night after work so as not to wake you. Happy days. It's the opening tune from Peter and the Wolf. Thanks for your your enlightening appearance, Eleanor. Bye, Mum. Short and sweet from Eleanor. And here is the opening of Peter and the Wolf. Being able to prepare and perform at the highest level is difficult at the best of times. But when you're a mum, it can be particularly difficult. And there were times when I would have loved to have said to the audience, forgive me, I've not been able to practise as much as I wanted to because the children have been ill or needed me. But hopefully they never suspected. I have had some lovely messages from people about how grateful they are to their mums, from unconditional support during their own flute careers as well as those who encourage their children to follow their dreams of working in music. There are many flute-playing mums that I really admire. Helen Brew and Janet Burnley, flute players in the Royal Scottish National Orchestra. Mel Orris, who runs the Wonderful Winds Publishers. Lauren Scott, who runs Astute Music, my publishers, but also a world-class harpist and composer. And Susan Milan, who will be chatting to me on my next podcast, definitely one not to be missed. Susan was a trailblazer for women in music and flute players at the same time as being a wife and mum juggling those roles in a very much male dominated environment. So these are just a few examples of strong working women making their mark on the music world with great success. I'm full of admiration for all of them and for all of you listening that are combining work and family. Keep going, stay strong, Fingers crossed for a much better year this year, 2021. That's all for now. Many thanks for listening. Do follow us on our Talking Flutes Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Claire Flute and at Flute. Or email us at flutepodcasts at gmail.com. Till next time, goodbye from me. <laughs>